Hello, welcome to Why Not Me. In life, we face many trials and obstacles, many challenges, and in the thick of it, we can be tempted to think, why me? But every obstacle presents an opportunity and every trial can bring triumph. So I want to encourage you to adapt a mindset of, why not me? When, when in the middle of it, when things are tough, look around and think, why not me? It's, it's happening for a purpose. And then when success is at your doorstep and all you have to do is open it, you may find yourself hesitating, questioning, is this for me? Do I deserve this? And I wanna encourage you to adapt a mindset of why not me? Throw the door open wide, shout to the world, why not me? Embrace your success. I'm your coach, Todd Halls. I'm grateful to have you on this journey. Welcome to Why Not Me. Hello, hello. Welcome everybody to Why Not Me? Turning trials into triumphs, seeking and embracing success. I'm your host, Coach Todd Halls, and I am super glad that you are here. Thank you so much for tuning in and super excited to share with you today uh, what we've got coming up. So for today, I just want to dive deeper into the PVPA, and that's the Purpose, Vision, Passion Accelerator. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about um, uh, this coaching framework that I've developed, Your Bright Life. And at the top of that, the, the first thing I mentioned was purpose. And the PVPA, the Purpose, Vision, Passion Accelerator, is one of the tools with within that category underneath purpose and i call it the purpose vision passion accelerator because once you once you define your your values your purpose your vision your passion once you have these written down it's going to accelerate your drive to to personal fulfillment and also it's going to accelerate your journey to completing your missions completing your purpose accomplishing the goals you want so that's why we named it the PVPA. And the first thing we start with within this is, is our values. And the values are your are your who. It's who are you. From there, we talk about the purpose, your purpose. Why are you here? Why were you created? Number three, the vision. What's your long-term vision for life? So if your purpose is your why, your vision is your what. What what are you going to do during your lifetime to fulfill your purpose? When we've got the vision determined, we move on to number four, passion. What gets you jacked up? What breaks your heart? What keeps you up at night? What makes you angry? What gets you super, super excited? Your passion. When we can... When you, once you define what your passion is and you get in tune with it, it keeps it so much easier to keep engaged. Then we move on to your mission. Now, mission is just a short, like the short term, shorter term um, fulfillment of your vision. Um, maybe maybe your mission is a five year mission or a three year mission or a ten year mission, um, but. It just is moving things in a little bit closer. What mission or missions are you on right now that are aligned with your passion and are going to help you fulfill your vision? That's what the mission's all about. Once we do that, then we just we dial in a little closer. And we and number six in this list is taking a, a two to three out year outlook. 
Like, where are you going to be in two years or three years? What's what's life going to look like then? How are you fulfilling the missions? How What are you doing to be on track with this? From there, we get a little clearer and a little more focused with our number seven, our one-year plan. A year from now, what's life going to look like? What will you have done in the next year to move you closer to um, meeting your three-year goals and carrying out the current missions? What goals will you have completed? What um, what time will have been spent with 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 others? What will you have been doing for the for the next year? Then from there, if we're going to be really successful in this next year. Um, we need to get crystal clear on the most important things that we need to do, that you need to do in the next 90 days. And we call these our 90-day our rocks. A few things that we're going to focus on and stri- strive for in the next 90 days that are going to move us the farthest, that are the most important things we can do to fulfill that one-year plan. Those are our rocks. Once we've got that, The final thing on the PVPA is to take these 90-day rocks and our our one-year goals and put them up against the GROW acronym. We plug these the goals in um, and and we that's the G, what are the goals? And then we look at the R, um, what's the reality? Then the O, what are our options and obstacles? And then the W, the will. So we take our, our rocks and our goals, and we, and we put them up against um, the GROW acronym. And when we've done that, we, we've, we, that's, that's nine steps to complete your Purpose, Vision, Passion Accelerator. When that's done, you, you'll know exactly what you need to do to begin completing your missions, staying in your passion, to achieve the vision, that fulfills your purpose, all while being in alignment with your values. Okay, so that being said, let's do it. let's dive a little deeper. Uh, number one, your values. What are they? It's the it's the who are you? Um, what's what's most important to you? Um, so for me, um, I'm a person of faith, and this is going to come up probably several more times uh, today. But uh, so so faith is uh, one of my values. And then family, then uh, fitness and health, and then um, self-improvement and professional development. So there's four things there. Faith, family, fitness and health, self-improvement, professional development. That's it. Simple. Now, you you may think, well, what about, what about seeking excellence? What about um, valuing... Being, being cheerful or, or joyful or, or, or spreading love. All those are super important to me. They fall in under my faith um, value. So that, that faith value for me covers a lot of things. It, it covers um, pursuing excellence. It covers um, integrity. It covers uh, truth. It covers cheerfulness. It covers uh, joy. It covers contentment. It covers gratitude. All those, all those things, those, those, for me, their their Christian principles fall under the faith bucket. <clears throat> now, for you, um, your your value statement may look different. Um, there's a host of uh, resources out there. If you were to go to um, 
go online um, and just do a Google search for uh, personal values or lifestyle values. And several lists will pop up. I, I've seen uh, lists of up to 300. And take a look at that and, you know, really just go through that list and highlight the ones that resonate with you. Um, and when I say resonate with you, what 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 you what I want you to do is think back to a time when you were um, when you were most happy. Like think think back in your memories for it could be from childhood, could be from last year, could be from last week. But when you were really happy, um, what were you doing? Who were you with? What was going on around you? Just think about those things. Also, think of a time when you felt most proud. And again, what what was going on around you? Were you were you most proud of your own accomplishments? Were you was it a team effort? Um, what was it that you accomplished? What was it that made you feel that way? Um, and, and just and make notes about that. Then, as you're going through this list of of values that you've downloaded, and you'll start to see the similarities, and highlight those things that resonate on the list. When you've done that, um, go back through it and start. So, out of 300, who who knows? Maybe I think the first time I did it, I had like 40 um, highlighted things. But then, when I went back through and started combining them because there, there'll be synonyms and things that are the same. Uh, pretty soon I got had that list down to about 10 things. And once yeah, I had 10 things on there, um, I was able to, to really look and pick and, and, and get tuned in on the top five that I liked. And from there, was able to really pull out and articulate what my values are. So it's, it's, it takes time, it takes thought, um, it takes prayer, um, but it is such a valuable exercise. Um, when you once you do this and you've got your values clearly articulated, write them down, and then just start living accordingly. When when you think about how your weeks are structured, and and your days are structured, are you living according to your values? So for me, um, I spend every 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 day. I start with some quiet time, some time in the in the Word, in the Bible, some time in prayer, some time in devotional. Um, and as I go about my days, I try and live out my faith in just serving God and serving others. So I know on a daily basis, I'm I'm living in alignment with that faith value that I have. Also with family, uh, we make it a point here to try and spend time. Every day together, Nina and Orion and I, with either at breakfast or at dinner, um, connecting, um, knowing how our day went, like spending quality time. And, and it's not always an enormous amount of time, but it's enough time that we know we're here together, we're in it together, we love each other, etc. cetera. So um, I, I'm living out that family uh, value. Uh, fitness and health. Um, I know I'm, I'm watching what I'm consuming. So that means I'm watching what I'm eating and drinking. It means I'm watching what media I'm, I'm listening to and watching and, and reading. Um, so what I'm consuming, what I'm letting in, I'm selective with. And also I exercise regularly. Um, that's the fitness and health value. I try and take care of myself. And then finally, uh, self-development and professional self-improvement and professional development. Um, 
I try and live that out. I'm constantly reading and uh, uh, working with uh, a coach or coaches and trying to learn more, trying to hone the skills of uh, leadership development as part of the John Maxwell team, uh, honing the skills as a, as a coach, honing my skills as an EOS implementer um, through the trainings offered there and, and the practice that I do there. So continually working on um, personal growth and professional development. So fulfilling those lifestyle values through the choices that I make on a daily basis and also um, sharing them with others in the work that I do. I'm lucky enough that I happen to have a profession that allows me to um, actually take my um, my values and um, work with them as I share with others. So that's the values component. Next up, uh, you, you move to purpose. Um, and the purpose, again, it's it's your why. Why why are we here? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing life? There's a great book, The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. I strongly recommend that. Um, for you know, for me as a um, follower of Jesus, um, I, Todd Halls, am here to uh, love and serve God and my neighbors wholeheartedly and to equip and exhort. And it's those last two that make the difference, right? Equip and exhort. So uh, an exhort is a, just a, another way of saying strongly encourage. Um, I, I believe that I am here just to, just to help people, to equip them, encourage them on their journey. Um, and again, I am able to do that through, uh, though, through my profession. Now, um, yours may be different. Um, your purpose Maybe uh, love and serve God uh, for his glory and challenge. Well, what, what does that look like? Um, well, it, it could mean that you're here to challenge the status quo, that your, your purpose is to, um, is to question the as is and think about the what could be. And if that's it, that's awesome. That's awesome. But it's the third component that brings uh, that little, that amazing amount of uniqueness to you. Uh, so, and again, these are these are examples that I bring to the table because love and serve God and my neighbors is is first and foremost. Um, and that's that's a really easy. Hey, you you know you got that straight from the Bible. That's correct. Um, but the uh, encourage and equip is something that I've been uniquely uh, gifted with and called to. I feel. So what is your purpose? Um, there are um, assessments you can take. I think there, there are some help you can get in this if you do things like take um, the DISC assessment or Strength Finder, um, possibly Colby, uh, Enneagram. So there, there's different assessments out there that you can take that, that may help you with this. Um, but I think ultimately it's just going to take some self-reflection and self-awareness. Um, as you go through this PVPA and you spend time thinking about your values and, and your purpose and your vision, and maybe you don't have that purpose exactly nailed down, but you've got an idea, go on and start thinking about the vision and the passion. And you may, you may get some awareness and you can circle back to purpose and um, just kind of get that solidified as you go. So next up, your vision, the long-term vision. 
So purpose is the why. Vision is the what. What are you going to do to fulfill your purpose? So I gave the example of, uh, say that you're here to challenge. Your purpose is to challenge the status quo. Well, in what way are you going to do that? Are you going to challenge the status quo in the way um, in the way crops are harvested in the United States of America? Uh, let's just stay in in the Corn Belt. Are you going to come up with a better way uh, for, of farming, or are you going to challenge the status quo in the way goods are transported and brought to market? Are you going to are you going to come up with a whole new system of logistics that gets goods and products to the consumers in a much more efficient fashion than we have known any time previously? Those are two pretty extreme examples. But if the point I'm trying to make is this vision, this, this what are you going to do, um, can take on many forms. If, if you're here to challenge the status quo, um, that may be just in your local school district. It could be in your uh, in your community. It could be something that's statewide or national wide or, or worldwide. Um, that really uh, comes up to, comes down to what you want and believe uh, you you're here to do. How you, how you're going to fulfill that purpose? So there's a book, um, Visioneering, by Andy Stanley. Uh, it's an amazing book. I strongly recommend you read that if you're feeling stuck on this vision portion. Um, pick it up, um, read through it, look through it, um, and it's going to help just kind of get solidified. Uh, another exercise to think about the vision for your life. Um, Stephen Covey in The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People talks about imagining your funeral um, and, and like really, really get into the moment, picture the people there, the smells, the sounds. You can see yourself uh, in in your coffin and then imagine what the people are saying about you. When, when one of your children gets up to talk about you, what are they saying? When your best friend um, gets up to, to share about you, what are they saying? What, what, what are your grandkids saying about you? What, what do you want to be remembered for how have you lived your life? What's the vision for your life? How have you impacted the world around you? Once you got your vision uh, on paper, or maybe you do number four, passion first, and come back to vision. Maybe they're they're tied together and integrated. Um, but the next thing, next thing on the list is your passion. What gets you jacked up? What are you really, really passionate about? What breaks your heart? What makes you angry? So your passion may be your vocation. Maybe you're fortunate enough or, or you work in that area that you're passionate about, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. Perhaps you're passionate about helping um, perhaps you're passionate about helping educate. Uh, underprivileged kids in the inner city, for instance. And 
you don't necessarily, that's not your vocation. Maybe you've got a, a great job that you, that, that makes you happy. You find some happiness in, it pays you well and allows you the freedom then to um, spend time helping uh, the underprivileged in the, in, the, in the inner city. And that's what you're passionate about. What I'm getting at here is your passion doesn't have to be your vocation. You don't have to be, it helps maybe to be passionate about what you do, but if you've got something else you're passionate about and your vocation gives you the resources and the freedom to invest in your passion, I think that's okay. But I think it's important to have a passion. I don't think it's important. I know it's important to define what you're passionate about. What makes you, what, what, when you jump out of bed in the morning, excited to go to work. What keeps you going when things are hard? What gets you back up when you've been knocked down? You have to be passionate about something, and it's important to define that. What do you want to change? What could be that should be? So we're thinking about... So for this one, I think just spend some time and think about the things that really trouble you, the things that bring you the most joy, the things that possibly keep you up at night, The things that if you could change, if you could immediately change, you would. I think if you spend some time on those, you're going to get crystal clear on what you're passionate about. From there, let's define the mission. So our missions, again, if, if the vision is the long term, the missions may be the, the little bit shorter term or, or midterm um, midterm missions uh, that are going to help you fulfill this vision. So an example would be uh, right now, one of my missions is to uh, raise a, a godly, um, independent, um, responsible young man. Orion is 14. So I've got several years left on this mission. You may say that, well, it's been, you know, whatever, that at 14, it's it's already been determined. I, I don't believe that. I think the mission is not done yet. And, you know, in a few years, when he turns 18 and moves out and on his own, um, hopefully we see that independence and, and we see that responsibility. And and we see a, a, a young man that's a godly young man who does, who lives his life accordingly. And then the relationship will change, right? My mission won't be the same. Um, he will be out on his own. And then I see it transitioning into more of a, a guide or an advisor. I'm, I'm that now for sure. But I'm also still a parent that sets rules and, and makes sure they're followed, et cetera. In a few years, we'll transition to a different phase. And the mission is going to change. But for right now, that's that's one of my missions. Um, another mission um, is to grow uh, the the CBMC ministry in the in the Pensacola area in the Florida Panhandle. Um, how long that mission is, I'm not sure yet. Um, 
I'm about a year and a half into it. Uh, but but that's also one of my missions. I don't know if that if that's a lifelong. Um, I think my participation in CBMC will be. But as it relates to you know, the, the the growth of that ministry in this area, uh, I would consider that one of my missions. So when you think of your mission, think of um, you know, maybe it's five years out. Maybe it's 10 years out. Maybe it's three years. But the missions are things that you're that you're that maybe aren't for everything um, that you're working on now that are going to help fulfill the vision and purpose that they fit within that. Um, Chris McCluskey uh, from Professional Christian Coaching Institute talks about if you can picture serving bowls and if, if our values is the big serving bowl, they're nesting bowls, nesting bowls. And the values is, is the big serving bowl. And then the purpose sits in front side of that and your vision side of that. And then your mission would, would be just a little bit smaller bowl that sits inside of the ones we previously discussed. Once you've got your mission or missions, um, there, there may be two or three uh, that you're currently on. Once you've got those written out and defined, then you need to think about your two to three out, year outlook. And now we're, we're going to start putting some some measurables down. So in three years, what does life look like? What missions are, will you be working on in three years? How far along in the mission will you be? What are the other measurables? What, what's, your, what's your relationship with your spouse going to look like? What's your relationship with your children going to look like? What's your involvement in your church and your small group look like? What's your three-year outlook? What's your income like in three years? What's your, what's your giving ability look like in three years? So this is number six on the PVPA. It's this two, three-year outlook. So make a list of the things I've just mentioned. What's your relationship with your spouse look like? What's your relationship with your children look like? What's your involvement in, um, in your church and small group? Um, and and the, what's your income like? What's your giving like? So pick about five to, to 10 measurables and write those out. Um, close your eyes and envision what life looks like three years from now. Write that date down and then write out what it looks like. So that's number six. Number seven then is your one-year plan. What's it look like in a year? One year from now, what's going to be different? How far, if you've, if you've created this three-year outlook, where do you need to be a year from now to achieve the vision for three years? And again, think about, what does the year look like? What's been the time spent with, with your significant other, with your spouse, with your children, with your closest relationship? How much time have you spent with your best friend? What have you done um, for, uh, for volunteering? What's your giving like? What's your income like? And then write out about, about five to 10 goals that you want to achieve in the next year. So now we're getting, we're starting to get focused. Now we're start, we're starting to dial it in. Okay, once we've got that one-year plan, then we go to number eight, and this is just what's going to happen in the next ninety days in EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System. Uh, we call these our ninety-day rocks. We call them rocks because th this goes back to um, that that maybe you've heard of the science experiment where if you uh, if you take a jar and you fill it with well, you fill it with sand and pebbles. Um, there's no room for the rocks. 
So if, if sand is, is your daily distractions and, and, and pebbles are the things that you need to take care of and the rocks are the most important things, um, when, you, when you fill the jar first with sand and pebbles, there's no room for the rocks. Well, if you put the rocks in first, put your three most important things, these big rocks, in the jar, there's still room to pour some pebbles in and shake those down around the rocks. And even with the pebbles in there, there's still room to pour some sand in and shake that down in around, around the rocks and the pebbles. And in doing so, you'll get those, those three most important things in the jar. You'll get them taken care of. There'll still be room for the pebbles, the other things in life that come up, and there'll still be room, but like, uh, there'll still be room around that for the sand, for all the distractions that come up. But you have to get the rocks in first or they're not going to get done. So uh, when we talk about our 90-day goals, we call them rocks. They're goals, but I just refer to them as rocks because you got you have to get those in first. You need to focus on them uh, to get them knocked down, knocked out of the way, and move you closer to fulfilling that one-year plan. Once you've got that, then we're going to take the one the 90-day the rocks or goals, and we're going to take the one-year plan. And those goals that we wrote for both of those, we're going to put them up against the GROW acronym. So number one, uh, GROW, G-R-O-W. G is the goals. Write each one out individually. What's that goal? And then, so you're going to do this for each of the goals and rocks you've got set. Then you're going to talk about what is the reality. In other words, be very, very clear about where you are now in relation to that particular goal. Don't sugarcoat it. What is the reality? You need to know exactly where you're starting from so you can just be prepared when, when, when things start to get difficult. Because a lot of times when we start working towards a goal, when we start working towards a rock, uh, a month in we'll, we'll, we'll realize this is, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. It's okay. We already assessed that when we did this R part. We know what the reality is. If your goal is to run a marathon and the reality is you haven't run um, 10 feet in the last 10 years, then maybe that marathon goal is a little bit farther out. And maybe one of your rocks is to run, um, maybe a rock is to run a mile. So we need to know what the reality is so we can just double check uh, against these goals and rocks. So R is the reality. Uh, o is options and or obstacles. Um, what options are there? What options have you considered for achieving your goal? And what obstacles do you anticipate encountering along the way? Write these out as well. Really take a look at them. It's important that you know there may be multiple ways to accomplish the goal. There may be multiple options uh, for you to engage in order to achieve your goal, in order to accomplish the rock. Uh, they're in inevitably are going to be obstacles. If we call them out now, knowing what's going to come up down the road, when, when that obstacle does arise, you'll be like, oh, I'm prepared for this because I took the time to, to put my goals and my rocks up against the grow acronym. And then the final thing is the will. What's your will to do it? I hope it's an eight, nine, or a 10. So always assess what your will is in relation to the rock. If, if you have a rock set and your will to do it is a two, maybe it's not a good rock. Maybe you need to start over and find a, and find a different rock. But once you've done that, once you've got 
goals in rocks and you put them up against the grow model, you've established that, you've got, you know what they are, you know what the reality is, what the options and obstacles are going to be, and you know you've got the will to do it, you're well on your way. So once you accomplish those things, get after it. Start making progress. And, and 90 days from now, you're going to reassess this whole thing. Every, every 12 weeks, pull out your PVPA, go back through it, go through every bit of it, question it, make sure that you're still on course, make sure that you still are in alignment with your values, that you're working towards uh, fulfilling your purpose and your vision, that you're, that you're passionate about what you're involved in, that you're on mission and your missions are, are being achieved that your three-year outlook is, is what you want it to be and that you're on target to make it happen, that you've got a solid one-year plan that's going to make it possible and that you've got 90-day rocks set for the next 90 days to make it all happen. And that's the cycle. Every 90 days, we're reassessing. We're going to look back. We're going to, you're going to look back. You're going to evaluate where have I been, how'd it go, Okay, here's what I need to do this next 90 days. Here's what I need to do the next 12 weeks to move forward. And that is the PVPA. When you when you do this and you start using it and, and living with it and by it, your life changes dramatically. If you want a copy of the PVPA, let me know. I'll get you a copy. Um, it, I'll get you an outline would be a better word. Um, but it's just a two-page sheet, two-page, two-page, two pages of, of worksheet uh, that you can use as your guide as you're going through this. Filling this out for you, uh, be, be, I would be happy to share it with you. Uh, if you need some help with it, that's I'm, I'm here to help coach you through it. Let me know. That's what I've got for today. I hope this has been helpful. Hopefully, you find some value in it. Uh, the PVPA, Purpose, Vision, Passion Accelerator, uh, is a tremendous tool. It's vital, vital that your life aligns with your purpose, your vision, your passion, your values. If there's anything I can do to help, let me know. I am here to serve. Thanks so much for tuning in. I would love to see you back here next time. Until then. Uh, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're dreaming, whatever aspirations you have, remember, you can. Peace to you. Well, thank you so much for listening. For even more on turning trials into triumphs and seeking and embracing success, go to toddhalls.life. That's toddhalls.life. And I look forward to serving you. Until next time, be strong, be bold be humble, stay healthy, stay hopeful. Peace to you.